Hello, everyone. You're listening to Chef's PSA Podcast. I'm your host, Andre Natera. On today's episode, we're going to discuss mentoring. Stay tuned. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. So what have I been up to? Before we get into mentoring, let me give you a, a brief update. What you may notice, you might be listening to this, but you also may be watching it. I'm in the Market Scale studio, downtown Dallas. You can see the skyline behind me, possibly. Drove up to Dallas, had a lot of fun. I was recording an, a cooking series yesterday, and I was with, with cooking with Tim Maitland from Market Scale, and we were doing What Would You Make at Home? So if you're going to watch this, I know how you chefs are. Everyone's say, oh, it's not perfect. It's not a restaurant setting. We rented out a ghost kitchen, went in there, did a little cooking demo on how you would cook at home. So before everyone says, you didn't do this like you would in a kitchen. I, I understand that. It's cooking how you would cook at home for people at home. So no judgment because I know how chefs are. Anyway, we had to cancel live fire. Unfortunately, we've made the call weather anomalies, but I was really looking forward to it. It's going to be my first ever podcast where I have guests. Normally, it's a solo podcast, but I thought for this one-off, let's have some guests on. I had a great lineup. Unfortunately, I had to cancel. I know we talked about this already on the last episode, but Hopefully soon we'll have guests. Maybe we're moving in that direction. Chef's PSA podcast eventually taking over the world. Anyway, we digress. Let's move on to mentoring. I started writing another book, but I got a little bit of writer's block, so I'm taking a break. I'm calling it Bad Sous Chef. It was going down one path, but most likely I'm going to take it a different direction. So it might be a conversation is kind of what I'm thinking, a conversation between a chef and a sous chef and maybe like a little fictional conversation. So We'll see where that goes. I am working on that. The next thing I'm working on, and I'll put this out hopefully in the next couple of days, I'm making a, a culinary dictionary of like kitchen jargon, words that we use in the kitchen. I noticed that a lot of people message me occasionally and ask me what certain words are that I, that I put in the caption on a chef's PSA post. So they say, what, what does 86 mean? And I'm realizing this is a lot of information that they call the curse of knowledge. A lot of information that I take for granted, a lot of chefs take for granted, is that we know what these terms mean, but when you're a new cook in the industry, you might not know what they mean and you might be too afraid to ask. So I thought about creating a short little compendium glossary of terms dictionary for cooks and chefs that might be new to the industry and might not know the jargon. Maybe you're coming from a different country and you don't know, um, or maybe you're just new to the business. So I'm going to put that up, give it away for free. I don't want anything for it. I'm, this is something to benefit cooks and chefs that are out there. You can print it, you can post it in your kitchen, you give it to your new hires, do what you will with it. Let's talk about mentoring. I will say this, I think every chef needs a mentor. And if you don't have a mentor, I think you, sh you need to get one. It's like having a cheat code in the business. 
A mentor should be someone in a position that you aspire to have. Getting a mentor early on in your career will be a game changer. So I've been very fortunate in the fact that I've had a lot of great mentors throughout my career. My very first culinary school instructor, who also happens to be a culinary school director now, we've remained in contact since that day. So 27 years ago, I'm in his class. He was my first chef and I was his first student. So we've remained in contact. He was a great mentor for me and he's helped me along the way still to this day. Still to this day, he helps me as well. I've had many chefs along the way. One of the, my great chefs that mentored me, his name was Patrick Mitchell. He's part of the Epicure World Master Chef Society, but he's mentored me a lot. And I owe a lot of who I am to him, the teachings that he taught me. He inspired me to go into culinary competitions. A lot of rough lessons working with him, a lot of good lessons, but someone that I admire a lot. But I've also had other mentors in industry and in, in business that have helped me along the way. And I've been fortunate that I've, I feel like I kind of got lucky, right? I do have some incredible mentors and I'm a product of their knowledge. And I'm hoping, one of my biggest things is I'm hoping to pass on a lot of the things that were taught from my mentors, from me to you. Now, if you're a cook just starting out, I, th I think you need to think about this, is that the mentor that you're looking for might not necessarily be the person that you're working with next to on the line. And sometimes that's the easy answer because you'll look at them and say, well, they know more than me. They have maybe one or two years more experience than me. They should be my mentor. And I would steer away from that. A lot of times when you're selecting a mentor, the person that you should be looking at is the person that's in the position that you aspire to have. So if you're looking at the line cook next to you that has two months more experience than you say, I want them to mentor me, they might only have, they can only take you to the point where they are at. So a mentor should be someone that has the experience to get you to where they are. and They can give you a step-by-step -step plan and guide you when difficulty arises to get to the position that they're in. So for example, your mentor is an executive chef. They can tell you how to become an executive chef. The line cook next to you can only tell you how to get there. Above that, it's just theory. They, could, they think they might know how to get there, but they haven't proven it. The person that's proven it is the person that you want to become your mentor ideally, right? So I think you need to have a mentor. And so a lot of people ask me, well, how do I get a mentor? As, as difficult as it, as it sounds, it's, it's not that difficult at all. You just ask. And a lot of chefs are more than willing to give their time because a lot of chefs, they've achieved a certain amount of status and prestige and they've had a great career. And a lot of times they just want to give back. That's, that's something that I do right now. I, I want to give back to people um, that want to learn more about the business side the whole the whole idea of this podcast and the Chef's PSA Socials is so I can give back, so I could educate people on how to become chefs, the shortcut, the cheat code that they might need. Back to mentoring. So ask someone to be your mentor, someone that's in a position that you aspire to have, and set up weekly meetings or biweekly meetings or monthly meetings and have, have questions for them. So when I schedule mentor meetings with people that I mentor, and I've, I mentor a lot of people still to this day, Part of my job is to mentor people. I have a mentoring business as well. But when I mentor people, the first thing I say is, so if we have an hour block, I say, come prepared with three questions, right? So part of being a good mentee is to have good questions to ask. And I don't mean like, what's your favorite color? Like you don't necessarily need to know what their personal interests are. I think there's a, there should be an introduction period there. But when you're having your mentor mentee meetings, it should be 
things that you're struggling with that you might need answers to now. They should also help you map out long-term goals and short-term goals. The other thing that I ask people to do when I have mentor-mentee meetings with me is, first of all, you need to schedule the appointment. I'm not going to chase you. This benefits you. Part of being responsible is you need to be the person that schedules it. So you need to be the responsible person that schedules the meetings because it benefits you. It's in your best interest to show the initiative that you want to take this, right? So that's also something that's very important. And then when I have mentor-mentee meetings, I always assign them with some sort of uncomfortable homework that I want them to do. And that could be all, all sorts of random shit that I tell my mentees. Sometimes, sometimes they think I'm crazy. It's like, go punch someone in the face, figuratively, not literally, just so they could address any issues that they may have with confidence. A, a good mentor will find your weaknesses and learn how to extract the confidence that you need to overcome those weaknesses. And that's really what you need in a mentor, because someone needs to believe in you and be able to see the things that you're see what's possibly holding you back and help you get over those humps, but not do it for you. It's kind of like they have to teach you how to think. They have to teach you how to think strategically and how to overcome difficulty, but they don't necessarily have to drag you to the finish line. That's your job. So this episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. That's the way a mentor-mentee relationship should go. Now, I'll tell you a story with, uh, with one of my mentors, and this is something that, something that stuck with me throughout my career that I didn't understand. And this is where the mentors come in. I'm going to share two stories with you. The first one was I was a young, naive, hungry cook and didn't know much. And my mentor said to me, if I gave you a strawberry and you planted it and a cucumber grew, he says, your mind would not comprehend and things would start to unravel. He says, but then if you, you took that cucumber and you planted it and a watermelon grew, your whole idea of how the world works would collapse and it would be chaos and you would go crazy. I didn't understand what he meant. I was like, this is, this is some weird Confucius Kane and Kung Fu nonsense. I don't know what you mean. Just tell me what you need to tell me. Um, but I understood it later on. It took me many years. It probably took me 20 years to figure out what he meant. And what he meant was, is that sometimes life doesn't go your way and you plant a strawberry, but you get a cucumber. So meaning you've done everything the right way, but something bad happens. You follow in all the recipes, your career is on a high, but yet your restaurant closes, right? And you don't understand, well, if I did everything right, why did I get this different result? Why did I plant a strawberry but get a cucumber? And then you say, okay, well, that doesn't make sense. So then you plant the cucumber and you get a watermelon. And that, what that meant was, okay, so then my restaurant closes. So it must have been a, a, a one-off. So I do it again and then I fail again. And then your whole world falls apart. And he was advising me for the difficulty that may come. And it was an interesting way of him articulating it. But it was one of those things that sometimes the advice that your mentor will give you might not make sense in the moment, but it'll make sense 10, 15, 20 years later. And then you're like, aha, now I understand, but I'm also prepared to overcome the difficulty that was presented. So that's one story. Another story I'll share with you that a mentor gave to me was I was very humble and I was on a career trajectory that was 
on a steep incline and everything was going good in my career. And they told me, be humble. Don't get too puffed up because your ego will get the best of you. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm super humble. I'm a kind person. I don't have an ego. Life has a way of humbling you because my ego did kick in. And eventually everything that I had built just collapsed. No, there was no one else to blame. My fault. I wish I could blame someone else. It would have been easier if I could blame someone else. But ultimately the responsibility falls on you. It's the old example of the fish stinks from the head, which is not true. Fish don't stink from the head. But the saying is true. The fish stinks from the head. Is the, From a self-accountability standpoint, there was no one else that was to blame for my failures other than me. And my mentor warned me and they saw the direction that I was going and something that I didn't see myself and I didn't listen. And so I guess the point of all of this is I go back now and I still talk to my mentors and I ask them for guidance. Now I'm a better student, I'll tell you that. But the mentor should hopefully guide you to get there, but they, they don't want to baby you and prevent you from making mistakes. Some mistakes you need to experience and some you need to experience by watching. Some, some mistakes you need to experience by watching someone else fail, but some failures you need to do on your own. And that, that would overall be my lesson today, is you need a mentor that is going to guide you and help you overcome failure, but don't, don't avoid failure because failure is what's going to strengthen you and carry you on to success. Every failure is a step in the right direction. And I, I wouldn't even call it a failure. You might want to call it learning, but whatever. Well, we're talking semantics. Anyway, if you're interested in learning more about mentoring, feel free to reach out to me. You can DM me on Instagram. You can go to chefspsa.com and learn more. I do think that, I'm not saying that you need me as your mentor, but you do need a mentor. So you need to find one, whether it's in culinary, whether it's another chef that you admire, whether it is someone that is in a separate business, but really understands business or just life in general, right? You need a coach, you need a mentor. Like I said, it's like having a cheat code. So make sure you get one. That's it for today. If you want to support Chef's PSA, you know what to do. Only five stars. Anything less than five stars would make you a liar because this is a five-star podcast. And if you give less than five stars, not only are you a horrible person, but you're also a liar. And I know you're not a liar or a horrible person. So make sure you leave five stars. Go get the books. Go to chefspsa.com. We have everything there. Culinary Leadership Fundamentals. Book, video course, How Not to Be the Biggest Idiot in the Kitchen. Uh, line Cook Survival Manual and Kitchen Art of War, go get the ebook, go get the audiobook, and go get yourself a mentor. See you next week. Hit the porno music. Mm -hmm.